Welcome, you're listening to the Spa Business Mastery Podcast, a place for team and solo spa owners to learn how to scale their business growth and impact by implementing thriving systems and strong leadership. Hi, my name is Kirsten Foss, and over the past 25 years, I've been an esthetician, spa owner, and business and marketing strategist to help you plant the seeds of success needed to cultivate a truly bountiful spa business. Hello and welcome back to the Spa Business Mastery Podcast. My name is Kirsten Foss and today we have Spa Marketing with Delia. It's one of our most popular podcasts. Uh, we know spa owners love anything, any information when it comes to marketing. And today will be no different because we want to have a, mm, a fairly frank conversation about social media management. And in particular, the topic of this podcast is called, Should Your Spa Team Also be your social media managers. Well, Delia, I'll let you start diving into that one. <laughs> All right, let's dive right in on the topic of social media management. Um, a lot of times, and we we're just discussing this, a lot of times we hear from spa owners, they are constantly voicing their frustrations um, when it comes to their team uh, and that their team actually isn't taking an active role in creating and posting social media content. So, you know, oftentimes a lot of spa owners think, I've got my team here. I'm just going to get them to to do the social media management because it makes the most sense. And and, and let's yeah. also pop in there that they the owners often don't like doing social media management or they don't really know how to. So yeah. they have this tendency to like, oh, my team, if they're not busy, they can do, they it. Can do it. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, but even if they are posting, <laughs> even if your team is posting, I'm still finding that you're disappointed in the results for a few reasons, uh, because there's a lot of expectation when it comes to social media results, right? We've talked about it quite a few times before, but we're all looking for increased bookings and, um, you know, e-commerce sales, but you're disappointed in the results because it's still crickets. Um, maybe you're getting low engagement, like you're not getting the interactions on your social media platforms like Instagram or Facebook or Reels, uh, TikTok. You're not getting the engagement back from the posts that, you know, your, your team has spent a lot of time curating. You're also looking for, you know, rapid growth. And so you're disappointed because you're seeing a slow follower growth, especially when it comes to non-paid um, social media management. Um, organic, we like to call it, is uh, can be a little bit slower, but you're expecting it to to kick up, you know, a little bit of speed there when you've got your your post going out, and so you're not getting that buzz that you were expecting. So what ends up happening is that you blame your team for in quotations not doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So that means that Delia and I want to have a very frank conversation with you, dear spa owner about your expectations of social media, using your team to cover your social media management. Mm -hmm. So we kind of want to bust some beliefs here for you because, you know, I know that we know that you're wanting to do this, that you're wanting your team to take on this role of creating content. So taking pictures, uh, getting video clips, um, writing captions, actually doing the full post. Mm -hmm. And we we also understand that, yeah, they're, they're there, they're actually working with the clients. So it's in a lot of ways, it seems reasonable to ask your service providers and reception to create social media content for you. However, however, 
Um, particularly social media, uh, particularly your service providers, um, you're expecting them to take on this role as a social media manager. Even if you've got, you're expecting all your team to kind of pitch in and do this, it's still under this umbrella of expecting your team to run your social media management. So, um, you know, if you're expecting your team, your, especially your service providers to, you know, create reels, create captions, do their ha do the hashtag research, you are setting them up to fail in a lot of ways. And I want to list them out for you because it needs to be exceptionally clear what is happening and why you're frustrated and probably why your team is frustrated as well. So we kind of want to pick this apart to see where all the... Mm, a little bit of wrong turns kind of started happening. So and as far as service providers and having that expectation of them, you're setting them up to fail, A, because they don't have the skill level that a social media manager does. They are service providers. So if they're skin therapists, they know skin. Um, expecting them to know strategy and design and hashtag um, um, research is a huge departure and quite frankly, most estheticians that I know don't like social media management, uh, don't like social media to begin with. Yeah. Um, we see it in groups all the time. The solo spa owners, they're, they have to do it, but they hate it. <laughs> so you already know as a if you've been a service provider, you don't have the skills. You'd have to literally go and get some training. Another way that you're setting up to, for them, to, your service provider to fail is, again, they don't like social media management. <laughs> they are not interested in it. And so they're likely not going to be like all gung-ho and motivated to, to do make some really great content. Um, it's time away from their service, uh, giving their services. And what this means is that even if they have like an hour opening in between treatments, they're context switching. They're shifting their thinking completely from service provider right into social media manager. It's so different. And when you context switch like this, it takes a, a good 15 minutes to kind of get into what you're doing. Uh, so really they would only have 45 minutes and that's really frustrating. We know when we're creating content, we need to batch it out in bigger chunks of time so that we can get that momentum going. Well, and even when we're doing uh, different types of content, you know, we're switching back and forth. I can sit here in my marketing role and still not be able to have that context switching back and forth. It's crazy making it just your brain can't switch back properly. And like you said, it takes, you know, 15, 20 minutes for, for your brain to actually kind of get back onto what you're trying to focus on. Yeah. And that's that's been proven. It takes 15 yeah. minutes to get that context switch. So you're losing 15 minutes every time you switch totally different things that you're doing. Um, okay, another way that you're setting your service provider up to fail is that you're literally creating resentment with them not really knowing what they're doing and taking away from what they actually really like doing. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, oftentimes spa owners kind of dump this on team members and wasn't even part of their job description. It wasn't discussed in uh, in interviews or anything. So yeah, it starts kind of building up some resentment there. Mm -hmm. Finally, in terms of service providers, they don't know how to measure social media results. So if you don't know what you're don't know how to measure, you don't know what's working. So mm -hmm. there's all sorts of pieces in here that is actually sabotaging your social media management through no fault of your team members. 
right? All right. Now, maybe you do have a team member that is proficient at social media. Um, a lot of times this ends up being a reception role or a lead esthetician role that actually has a little bit more time out of the treatment room. Mm -hmm. Now, this is always great when you find out that your team member likes social media um, or maybe has a little side hustle as a social media manager because woohoo, those, those are unicorns in the, in, the, in the business world that you have an in-house social media manager. There's a couple of ways that you could possibly be also setting them up to fail. And as a result, you're frustrated and uh, mistakenly blaming them. So the first thing that happens here is, again, it has time. It has to do with time and having that batch time to create content. If this is somebody in guest services or reception, and they're also covering reception and you know, they get a phone call or they get emails and they're cashing somebody out. It's this context switching again, and then they try to get back into social media. Uh, it's It just wastes time. So you, dear spa owner, if you want this to be more efficient, block sections of time off that they're not responsible for customer service so they can actually get their work done and very clearly and much more efficiently. Now, the last piece about this for somebody on reception that does have social media management skills is that I have, have heard that they're not being compensated for this. They're being paid a reception wage mm -hmm. and then being expected to do social media management for the same wage. I'm going to tell you right now in the world of social media management, it is, it's not a minimum wage job. <laughs> if you want somebody who knows what they're doing and has some skill and knows the strategy. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, um, Perhaps if you how you if, if you're thinking well how do I how do I fix this sure I can pay them a different wage for social media, um this is where that time blocking you know if they've got you know twenty hours a month to do their social media management for the spa then block out social block that time out and that time would be at a higher hourly rate absolutely so so there's we framed up a couple of situations that are very common in the spa industry where spa owners are abdicating. That means that they're dumping and walking away their, the, the business's social media responsibilities. Okay? Yeah. And yeah, you're frustrated, but please do not blame your team because we know with any kind of leadership, it starts from the top. It starts with us. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So having said that, um, you know, how should spa owners approach in-house social media management? Let's talk about that a little bit. And, you know, we were just talking about <clears throat> how you may have that unicorn on your team that's fantastic at social media management. Okay, but for the most part, you just have to think of it this way. And this is my son says this to me all the time. And I love him dearly. Hi, Cristiano. <laughs> he says, mom, is the juice worth the squeeze? So you just have to think like, are you willing to sacrifice one focus over the other. If you have your service providers, front desk uh, reception, working on your social media, is it worth it? Is it, it may seem that it's more cost effective to have somebody on your team because they're already at work. But as we've talked about, there's a lot of setup to fail issues. And so when we do expect our team to take on those roles, they're just not able to fulfill it successfully. And then what ends up happening is for both the, the spa business goals and the team culture, it just kind of tanks. Um, you know, you've got a, a lot of that resentment happening. Um, 
not really great structure. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's a confusion of roles. And this yeah. is where, like, if we even dial back spa leadership even more, yeah. if you are disorganized in your leadership, if you're not clear in roles, team members' roles, your roles, good team members get fed up with that. They, mm -hmm. they like structure. They like clarity. Mm -hmm. Um, and if you're kind of like oh, all over the place, it, it, it doesn't imbue trust in your leadership. And so we want to set you up with strong leadership with the right expectations and your team up with the right expectations. Well, and then it, it comes back to that, you know, frustration that we talked about at the beginning, you're not getting those results that you're expecting. So that's what I'm saying. Like, is it, it is cost effective to have somebody in house because it's not costing you as much as it would to, you know, outsource your social media management, but is it really getting you the results that you want? So you know, is that, is that time uh, that you're spending having somebody in your, in, on your team do it versus um, really getting clear about uh, how it works and what needs to happen to make sure you're getting, you know, ongoing and consistent results with your marketing efforts, especially when it comes to social media. And so we've given you some clues in here in terms of like, what can I do? So, you know, maybe rewind this podcast in uh, to the part where we're talking about, you know, those set up to fail situations and just simply work out how to fix that, create a system um, that will take those set up to fail issues out of it. So at the end of the day, we're recommending that you as a spa leader, keep your service providers and your guest services or reception uh, team focused on their zone of genius, which is customer service. Um, you know, treatment, uh, treatment goals, the guest, whole guest experience, uh, retail and uh, service goals, um, and essentially getting your overall client retention much, much higher than it might be. So, you know, um, you know, we get that there's all these, it's kind of like a, it's a big balancing act when it comes to entrepreneurship, whatever industry you're in, but we want to make sure that you, um, you know, it's kind of like, now, you know, <laughs> you can't not, not know. know. Yeah, you can't not know. And so maybe you catch yourself having these expectations. Um, and the first step is to really just be aware of kind of what you're thinking and what you're expecting. And is it reasonable? Uh, and is it right? You know, so, it's kind of, it, just want to say yeah. one thing. It's kind of funny because, you know, I'm in marketing now. And when I had, I've had a couple of uh, businesses, but when I had my big spa, I thought marketing doesn't work. Like it just doesn't work. <laughs> That was in that was in my head because what we were doing, um, you know, we shifted quickly, but what we were doing wasn't working because we just didn't know what we didn't know. We didn't know enough to be able to run a social media marketing platform like Instagram effectively in our business. So, and if you happen to have somebody like on your reception team who is interested in social media and maybe their own personal stuff is, you know, pretty really good and very creative. That's not to say that you can't offer that role in addition to the reception. It's just you have to be mindful of kind of those two different roles. And you could, even though you as an owner don't have the social media management skills, there's plenty of courses out there um, that you could pay your team member to go through to help polish up some of their um, some of their content. So um, I do have a recommendation that I, I love and, uh, and it's for Instagram and it's got a really good balance of 
design um, strategy and uh, education, as well as strategy for particularly for Instagram. And that's Kat Coroy's, I think she's still calling it the Instagram makeover. Um, but, you know, I put my team through that uh, when we have new team members that are social media managers. And it's kind of, it's our standard of kind of basic level understanding of a brand and social media management. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we actually have a little miracle over here at uh, Krishna Foss Coaching and Virtual Spa Business Management. We actually have a spot open for a social media management um, uh, client. So we haven't had space open for what, like a year, over a year? <laughs> Maybe even two. Yeah. Once our, our clients hold on to us pretty tightly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, yeah, and then we end up becoming another whole marketing team. Yeah. <laughs> So we do have a we do have a spot for social media management to onboard one spot. Normally, um, our clients are uh, heavy on skin therapy. That's that's mm -hmm. our zone of genius. Uh, we know lots and lots of stuff about skin therapy and the nuances of that kind of education. Um, and so, if you're thinking of like maybe possibly outsourcing it, um, normally we're working with spa teams. Um, doing kind of a threshold of about at least 20,000 a month. Uh, mm -hmm. We know we're not really positioned for kind of a startup solo or even kind of a solo who's just kind of really starting to see some, some traction. Um, and, you know, this just kind of goes to also back up what we were saying about social media takes extra skill and knowledge and you need to pay for that. You need to pay your team member for that. So I've tried to cut down our social media management fee as much as we can, but it, we just can't cut it anymore. Um, so that's why it is on a little bit on the higher end in terms of what uh, a lot of solos are looking for. Um, but for those of you that do have a team or you've got a um, just strictly e-commerce or you are a fully booked solo, then you are definitely uh, one of our ideal clients and we work with a lot of you guys. All right. I think that's it for us for our Spa Business Mastery, our special Delia, Marketing with Spa Marketing with Delia. And we will be back here in a month. Actually, we won't. We're going to be taking a little bit of a hiatus in January. Um, but we will be kind of resharing some of our most popular podcasts throughout the month of January. All right. Lots of juicy stuff. <laughs> All right. If you want to get in touch with us, in touch with us, uh, please email me at Kirsten at KirstenFoss.com, or you can reach out on any of the social platforms that you're listening on, and I will get back to you. Take care.